All right, guys, welcome to Alchemy Through Artistry. Um, today, I have a really special guest, special to my heart. He has a website, uh, what is it? Buddhism. Buddhism. Yeah. And he touches a lot upon <clears throat> a really like interesting topics, but one topic in particular, um, he was talking about art. So I wanted to um, bring him on to talk about his article that he wrote that's called Art Isn't Dead, We Are. It's good to be here. I... Uh... Yeah, I like. I really appreciate jamming about music stuff with you. It's it's really fun, and I because I've been a musician longer than I've been a writer. I mean, I consider that kind of my one of my sort of deeper identities, you know. And um, so a lot of the writing stuff came along later. But but for me, especially lately, it's funny how these things come and go. Like lately, I've been like more into being a musician. I've been the last like year, <laughs> six months or so. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you know, I've I've played over probably a thousand shows at this point and uh written over i don't know three or four hundred essays and articles and so yeah yeah that are the article that you wrote that called art isn't dead we are uh really really spoke to me yeah <laughs> as a musician um but also as somebody who um really you know, as I'm playing all of these gigs or just walking through the world, I'm just noticing how um, we're being sucked in uh, by technology and, um, you know, social manipulation in a way. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought you had some really interesting points to say. So why don't you sum up the article um, a little yeah. bit and we can go from there. Yeah, I mean, the essence of it is something that I think most musicians understand which is that music or any kind of art is a relationship. It's not a one-way activity. Um, which is to say, like, it's literally a relationship if, if you're sitting in a room playing for someone, right? We all understand kind of how that affects. But then as, as you go bigger, okay, it's in a, I'm a room full of people, like, do those people really get that they're part of this whole experience? They're not watching an experience. They're part of an experience. Do I get that if I go to an art museum and I sit with a painting, that my experience of the painting is going to depend on me? I am part of that relationship. You know, Van Gogh does his part and I do my part. And if I'm someone who wants a good, wants a deep, rich experience of art, which everybody would say they do then am I doing my part? And if I'm not doing my part, that's fine, but then I'm going to recognize that that that's partly why I don't appreciate that thing. Hmm. You know? Um, and so, actually, there's a funny example. that I didn't use this article in the essay, but I don't know if you remember it. It was... Um, there's a guy named Joshua Bell who's a famous trumpet player, and he did a they did an experiment. It was in the Washington Post. This was like uh, an article. It was like like fifteen, ten, fifteen years ago. Where they he's a he's a world famous trumpet player. He had just played you know some symphony for like a hundred dollars a ticket, you know, and they put him in the New York subway at seven thirty a.m. on a Monday. Do you remember this? So I think I he, think and he I plays like this. he plays like a million dollar Stradivarius trumpet or whatever the fell like, I don't know, but they, oh no, violin. Sorry, he's a violinist. Yeah. He's not a trumpet. I was like Stradivarius. Right, trumpet, yeah, so I know, right? I was like, wait, I used to have a Stradivarius trumpet. Okay, so yes, yeah, trumpet player. No, violin, violin player. Um, and they put him in the subway at like rush hour on a Monday morning, 
and surprise, surprise, nobody notices, right? Like one person stops because they recognize him or something. But like for the most people, people walk by. So there's a there's so much to that article that I that I think is interesting, mostly because it's missed. People, I don't think the people writing the article were all that smart. I don't think people reading the article really got it. But I, as someone who's been a street musician and busked a ton, like I, I could have predicted that I already knew. Yeah. You put them there and nobody's going to stop because music is about so much, a performance in music is so much more about this more than the notes being played. And the fact that this guy is a really talented person, like people's attention is going to extract that from it. It's not there until people see it. Yeah, it's a reciprocation. Right? <clears throat> it's like so people giving something their attention, it's like it's like the whole it's like a just add water thing. You know, you got to maybe buy a little like dry sponge and then you put it in water and it like expands. Like that's that's what music is. You know, th- he before attention, that guy's amazing violin playing on this million dollar violin that that's just that is nothing until you add attention to it and then <laughs> what else and the other thing people don't realize is that it's not just that it becomes something better when you add attention but that it actually creates this like upward spiral effect so that the more attention the better it gets the better it gets the more attention the more attention the better it gets and then it's like oh my god and here it goes and now we're into something now that's magic that's like really really special so true and that's what that's why people love performing that's why this whole that whole space is revered and beautiful and so what i'm trying to say in this article and and when i talk to people and all these shows and everything i do and i actually have been giving a speech now before some of these shows that i do is trying to get people to understand that they are part of this experience and that i'm going to do my part I, I generally, I think that the musicians and the artists do do their part. We show up and we do our best to get people there. But if they're not going to meet us, you know, after a while, it's just like, well, what's the point? Like, it's like if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it. Right, <laughs> right. Does it really fall? Like, you know, doesn't matter how does it does it. Well, but it was a really nice tree. Well, it was like a beautiful thing. Well, it doesn't matter. I agree with that statement. Like I, I agree that that generally speaking us musicians like we really do show up because we're not getting paid enough <laughs> you know because it's we do it for because we have to in our bones you know and we show most of the musicians i know we show up and we bring it but why do you think it is that these days um the audience and, and the and um the receivers are just really not bringing it i think it's because we we forgot that it's great so, you know, I, like, if you and I, like, I think you and I have a present to what is possible. I don't think most people, and it also creates a downward spiral, and I'll talk about that in a second, but it's like, most people aren't, like, they don't know what's possible when they go see live music. And they don't know that if they... I'm doing so many tangents here, but I taught a, I taught a, um, I taught a, I taught a, uh, an adult music class for beginners and, and I did like an eight week thing and, and I quote unquote taught them how to play guitar, but it was really about listening and teaching them about music. And one of their assignments, one of the weeks was said, go to see some live music and be, uh, cause I 
talking about how they're influencing the space. And I said, go and see if you can positively influence the space. Mm. Just go in and after like, like be, be a, be loud, be someone who gives a shit, be like, you know, like sit and give them your attention. And, but, but most importantly, watch how it changes what's going on. Like be, be cognizant of the fact that you are a part of that. Right. Be a better listener. Right, and and what yeah. you will get in return is a better show. Yes, and then what totally. that better show will want you, you'll be more excited. And then all of a sudden, and I'll tell people like, this is the case. I played two nights ago at a at a winery in Temecula, and I walked in. There was only one table of people, but it was three black women in their like fifties, and I could tell right away, this is going to be great. I knew, yeah. I knew we were going to get along great. They're sitting right there. Uh, I play a lot of Motown. I love. I love black culture and the way they experience music. And so like, as soon as I walked in, I, I just, I said hi to them. They were, they were, they were like, they're like, hi sweetie. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, do you know you got front row seats? They're like, we know now. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and it's like, I, and, and, and as soon, and so with their attention, yeah. that fed me. And then I started playing really good stuff and they were digging it. And then people saw that yeah. and people came in and all of a sudden the table behind them is digging <laughs> yeah. it. And now I have this whole scene because it's a snowball effect. Exactly. It, it Honestly, I have a really funny, like, very similar experience and interjection here. I, this is so random. I've been taking Zumba a few times a week. I join a gym. I've been, you know, just kind of dealing with some gnarly anxiety and the winter blues, you know. So I was like, I need to not do yoga. I need to do more than yoga. I need to dance. Like, I need to sweat and dance. So I'm going to Zumba. For those of you who don't know who Zumba is, it's like, it's like Latin-based exercise, like, dance moves. And I, w- I go into this class and there's about, like, 30, it's packed. There's, like, 30 kind of like older women and you know they're not dancers and the teacher is just pumped and she's amped and she's just doing these dance moves and today i was like you know what i'm just gonna like yip and holler with her and like the woman next to me like i could tell like when i started to like really let loose and just Mm -hmm. shake my white ass you know whatever like i don't have those salsa moves you know the lady next to me was like yeah, yeah, you know, and then we were kind of like, you know, encouraging each other, and then there were some more woos from like the other side of the room, and we were, I think we were all working out harder, because we were all, actually, it wasn't just like, okay, we're here to exercise and lose weight, it's like, (laughs) we're here to dance our freaking blues away, man, it's like eight in the morning, and we're here to dance our blues away, but I, I consciously made a decision, I saw this teacher like giving her a whole heart out, and I was like, oh my God, I want to bring this. Yeah. Because I want it to be an enjoyable experience for me and for her and for other people. And that energy is just, it's so contagious. Yeah. And it's its the same thing when people don't realize that when you're going to see an artist, especially if you're paying to see a concert, the artists are feeding off of your energy and your love and support. I know I am. Yeah. Um, I'm so, the, the reason why I love music and love performing is not even just for music itself. It's actually, I love energy right. more than I love the music. relationship, the relationship. And I love songwriting as well, because every time I play a song for like a different audience or a different person, it means something different. It's like a mirror. Each audience and each person is, is a mirror. It's like, are, are you just going to pay to come see my show and be a broken mirror? Or, Oh, is there going to be a phone in between mm-hmm. uh, your face and my face? Right. Um, so it's like that, that question and letting people know it's like this is your role too mm-hmm. don't just expect like us to be give it to you because you actually have to give it back to us as well right 
It's a reciprocal energy. And it's hard with so much going on these days, like yeah. bombarded with many playlists and advertisements and whatever. Yeah. But On some level, it's like, I think with the Zuma class, and it's like, on some level, we think we think what's happening is TV. Yeah. Like, and this is actually obvious too. And I go and I, you know, I'm playing like four nights a week at these places. I get all these data and it's like, I'll just listen to people talk about me. Like I'll just, like, it's so obvious. They're like, like, and I'll say this, like, I'll say this sometimes on the mic because I think it's just funny. I'm like, (laughs) you know, like, do you know that essentially what I'm doing here is like, it'd be like if somebody just went to a restaurant and just stood in uh, against the wall and just watched people for three hours. Like that's a weird thing to do, it's right? Very weird so thing, it's yeah. like I all I all my my attention is just is just looking at them and and reading their body language and my my favorite one is like you know when I start playing or when somebody just walks in and I can and like and they give me and like they'll turn to their friend and do like the it's pretty good, yeah, okay, right? It's okay, and it's yeah. just like it's so obvious it's or so or, obvious. or women are kind of like being like oh, oh like they're they find me attractive and they're like oh but whisper to that person yeah, the person like, looks at me like it's just like it's so obvious and yeah. i think it's because on some level we don't we, we are something in us thinks that we're watching tv same thing with and the, that the tv's yeah. not watching us and i actually do i want to i want to just i don't know why i want to come back to the zuma thing again but it's the same thing with this like exercise class it's just like we're here to, like oh follow along and do these moves and sweat and work out but today after this class i went to the locker room i was feeling great after this class and a teacher was in there you know just you know packing up her stuff and i was like hey i just want you to know like that was a great class like i i've been starting to take you know zumba because i'm i'm you know dealing with some depression and anxiety and she goes oh my god me too like like really bad right now i'm like really and and she's like yeah and like like my hormones are off and next thing you know she's like wiping like tears from like her eyes like this zuma teacher that was just like making me feel like sexy and like yipping and like pacing around the room and cheering us on like Mm -hmm. this woman is bringing it and she is dealing with depression and anxiety like like we really all like a lot of us are yeah and that was a that was just like a whoa moment for me, and same thing with the the grocery store clerk at Trader Joe's or whatever, or like you're standing in line at Starbucks and you tell like uh, a woman like wow like y- your your braids are so beautiful like how did you get you know, and you could just tell like there's like a human moment when you like interact with people, mm-hmm. and I just feel like I mean it depends on where you live I live in Los Angeles so. <laughs> Maybe it's different in other places, but there's, like, less interaction. I mean, you order your drink online at Starbucks now, like, on an app. Right. I yeah. mean, yes, it's fast and convenient, but we really need to be making an, an effort to to be personable. Right. And not just treat musicians or, or supermarket employees like machines. Right. Yeah, yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not, yeah, we're not counting the costs of that, of the ways we've improved our lives with technology, and we're not, we're not adjusting for that. You know, we're not. I mean, I always like to use the example of like, like video chat. Video chat is the best. Video chat's the cool shit in there. Yeah, Dave, 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 stuff, Dave just. You know? uh, if we like texted for like a second, and then next thing I know, he's just Facetime me. I'm like, yeah, so dumb. Right, I do that all the time with people. Like, I just if I if I'm calling them to say hi. I'll FaceTime yeah. or use WhatsApp or whatever, yeah. you know, and it's like, if you went like, uh, 30 years ago and I gave you something and I said, 
you can call anybody in the world and their face and you can like have a live chat with them in the palm of your fucking hand. And I said, how often are you going to use this thing? People will be like, I would use it all the time. Yeah. I would never stop calling. I would like, but how often do we video chat people? Honestly, I will you say, know? I think people are actually like a little bit of afraid of comfort of confrontation even good confrontation because when i used to it that muscle is just you know i think there because now we're used to hiding behind like uh screens and especially texting i mean honestly i will admit that like sometimes i have a resistance to like facetiming my friends or my family like it's weird it's not that i like fear talking to them but there's always like this like little resistance that i've built up that i'm like wow like well how about how about this and how about stopping by a friend's house unannounced yeah. Oh my God. Right? It's huge. There's resistance to that, but so here's yeah. here's why. This, this is uh, this is another article I, I wrote and talked about this, but it's like, you know, what we do is we collectively we hoard privacy. So when privacy becomes available, we take it. But also, it's funny. It's a paradox because we hoard privacy, but we post every freaking thing online. Well, that's not. But that's not. That's what we choose to. Yeah. Like, like true, true privacy. Like not having privacy means like you're seen. Yeah, yeah, really seen. Like, you like, don't have Really, really seen. Right? And so, yeah. like, the reason, like, so so cell phones came along, and we have this option to then have this layer of check-in before somebody shows up at your house. Because before that, we just didn't have that option. Like, that's just how it went, and before phones and all that. And so, like, we took it. Essentially, we didn't realize we took it, but that culturally, we just decided, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Um, and... Because we don't want to be seen in like a certain, you know, it's like, oh, we're not ready for them to, I don't know, like even just mentally prepared. And you, because we haven't exercised like our, our boundary placing in a while, in a way. It's like, so and if a friend comes by, too, right. if a you friend know comes how to by, say, hey, sorry, I'm actually busy. Exactly. Unannounced, it feels very uncomfortable for us to say, like, hey, right now is not a good time. Right. And then a friend wouldn't get insulted. Okay. Yep. Like back in the day, okay. And that muscle gets weaker. It weaker, and then it gets weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker. And now it's like we're closed off to, and it's same thing with going up to people at a show. And if you're alone at a show and you see somebody else alone, be like, hey, like, have you seen this artist before? Like, do you like them? And like, right. it's just like that doesn't really happen now. Yeah, I mean, not to be super curmudgeon-y, but I've heard some stuff like, you know, now at like colleges that you know people like there will kids will get like doctor's notes for like anxiety so they don't have to do like public speaking or something. Uh-huh. Like, that's a really good example of, like, okay, so, you know, like, what is the cost of avoiding something? Oof, that's a whole yeah, other like, topic I get it. Like, avoidance. It's good. Like, in the moment, you're not feeling as much stress. But what's the cost of that? Which like, will make you more depressed the, It's atrophy. The it's yeah, the muscle yeah. that you're losing. Like, you, you know, and, yeah, it's bad. So... Let's let's shift to the concept of, and this is obviously kind of a very obvious obvious one in terms of how uh, it's starting to become kind of unhealthy at concerts and um, and things like that. Is is the phones? Yeah. Clearly, all listeners, especially people who are probably listening to this podcast, they probably know that the phones are becoming like an issue at concerts. Like you're sure. sitting there and they're filming like half the concert on their phone. Right. Um, so clearly. Um, you know, a lot of us know that isn't healthy, but like we're doing it anyway. Right. Well, it's a, it's it's funny because so there's I have so many things to say about this, but you know, one the thing that's funny is people will do that at shows. They will stand like 15 feet from me, you know, and do that, and it's and I will I will be like, 
it's it really does feel like they 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 think I'm a TV. Like they don't actually get that I'm there on some level. So that's weird. But I've heard uh, I heard Jack White does this, but other yeah. countries right they they make people put their phones in a bag that gets locked yeah. and then you get it unlocked when you leave the show. That's great. I imagine what most people think is that they're doing that for copyright reasons. No, not Jack White. No, no, I right? I love mad like, respect. Right? <laughs> and so cuz so people think, "Oh, that's the re-, you know, and it's like, no, 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 no. It's like and, and so here's another thing and it, and I talked about this in the article, which is this idea that like um you cannot experience something and document it. It is fucking impossible. That is not there's not negotiable. That's just that's like gravity. Right? Mm. And not only that, that even with even if you took everybody's phones away, there is a part of our brain that is so conditioned to document and want to share and hashtag and think about likes. There's a part of our brain that now is is actually atrophied as well that we can't fully experiencing something because of the habit of documentation. So it's not even like it's like oh take the phone away now we're good. It's actually it's something we've gotten weaker at. That's the thing. It's like okay, there's there's a person. I, I want them to get that there's a decision having being made in that moment when they pull out the phone, because nobody pulls out their phone for shit they don't like. You pull out your phone because something is worth watching. You're like, oh my god, they're playing my favorite song. Here goes. Okay, you pull out the phone. So it's like if that person got in the moment, they're if they do they they're choosing to either fully experience the song, or save it in a video for later. But when you watch it back in the video. Of course, you're not going to get the experience of it, and while you're recording it, you can't, you're not getting the full. You're not getting lost in it. That's not how it works. Your brain has to be on. You're thinking about angles. You're looking at the checking the thing. Is it work? How's my phone battery? Oh, there's a text from my mom. Blah blah. blah. All that stuff is happening. So, like, it's like, it's the same sort of like come to Jesus moment I had with like eating. Let's say, mm. which I used to think, oh my God, I love food, and I would eat so fast, eat so fast, and then I realized, wait. If I actually loved food, I would eat it slowly. I'm not tasting this food. And it's like, so don't lie to yourself and say you love food. Just either eat it like someone who loves food or not. So it's like, you love this song. I get it. Either take it in as though you loved it or not. And so for that reason, I so rarely record things that I want to experience live. I just, because it's not that I don't, it's not that in in an ideal world, if I could record it and experience it fully, I would. I would. Yeah. I would. I would love to have it as a recording. Yeah. It's just that when it comes down to it, I just, at the end of the day, I don't know. I just would rather experience it than record it. And here's the thing, like, I know where people's minds, like, are kind of going when you bring this up to them. Because, oh, well, A, I want to, like, show people this band that they might not know, or, um... I want to show people like this really cool like experience I'm having so they might be inspired or like but at right. the same time like I think intentionality is like really important here. Um I think to establish your intention like why you're recording something for a brief moment and then also reevaluate like what it means to actually support an artist. Like are you supporting an artist or are you supporting yourself? Like do you want right. to support your own right. like look at what I'm doing. Look at I'm at this cool like brunch spot and there's this amazing soul singer in the right, corner. But that's all they're doing. I, that's all they're, but so it's like if you really want to support an artist, <clears throat> maybe later you go on your social media and find like 
their music or maybe not and or just their their Instagram profile and you post about it and say like this was my experience like go check these this person out right and um, here's uh, their website where they're playing next right. in your area like if you really want to support an artist right or like go up to on a break and just give yeah. a sincere oh. thank you like <laughs> like that <laughs> maybe a tip right. maybe I mean, a fat you know, like, tip it's like no but I mean I just like you know. I would, it's almost like, I wish there was a rule that, like, if you recorded something, you also have to give applause Well, and at the end of the song. In Europe. Like, the buskers I, in Europe, it is a, it is a known, at least when I, where I was in Portugal, if you take oh, a photo or a video a, of a street, yeah. street musician or even, like, a statue, like, they're, like, assistant or, like, even sometimes them as, like, a statue, they'll, like, whistle at, like, no, money. Right. You cannot take a picture of me yeah. and, like, not tip me. This is my livelihood. Right. Yeah. I... I think that's fair. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> you know, totally it's fair. Like... Well, it's nice if there's a culture around that people are like, oh, I, they feel a little bad, and that's, but like that that that's like you know people. I forgot what I was saying, but yeah, that's yeah. I just think it's important to. It's easy to be bitter these days, and it's so easy to say, oh man, people and their goddamn phones at the concerts, and like, okay, yeah, that's an issue, but like, in this discussion, like. How can we, like, as artists, like, let friends, family, loved ones, strangers, whatever, know how you could be best supported as an artist or how how to be a better audience member right. or how to be a better listener? That's what it really comes down to. It's not even right. necessarily, like, them not liking your art. They just don't even know how to meditate for five minutes. Like, they can't sit still for five minutes and experience their own body. And I think... This is what it really comes down to, is that do we really know how to sit still and experience something? I know people don't even know how to experience traffic in L.A. They're, I've seen, I've passed people on the road, they're watching Netflix as they are in traffic or as they are driving. Like, Netflix. That's crazy. They can't sit at a red light. I've been guilty of it before, picked up my phone at a red light check things I was like no oh my god I can't even experience this long red light like let me just breathe and if I'm really bored like let's count all the things I'm great before let's at least like go over my lyrics that I have to learn in my head but like let's just experience like this freaking red light and I think that's 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 a huge issue because people are because to experience a song is to actually witness themselves and sometimes that's like a weird painful thing yeah. and i think it's also a level of avoidance yeah i mean there's a, the other system that to play too i think is that we don't we have this huge dividing line between artists and regular people right like and you mentioned this earlier which is like because to the extent people get it because they can put themselves in those people's shoes then that that empathy and that listening and all that becomes natural it's like why of course they're going to do that but it's like we have it that like oh those are people that do this thing that I'm not and all this kind of shit and it's like like if we had actual like better music in schools and people like letting like getting everybody in on this thing called art yeah where you know and in America is not that great at that yeah like, it's like other... appreciating beauty and teaching teaching beauty and teaching uh, well something you can't really teach to be honest with you but like cultivating um, the inquisitive exploration. Start that yearning for, for knowledge from just experiences. And then 
so have your experiences, but have your experiences. Right. Don't don't uh, be so quick to document. I, I, I like to find a middle ground here. You know, it's like I know a lot of people really do like to like document and do the whole Instagram story. But I I would definitely invite you to like at least ask yourself and catch yourself like what intention am I really having here? Right. Like or just what? understand the impact you're having yeah, in the space. Exactly. Not just yourself, but the people around you. Now you're ruining that experience for them. Yeah. You know. Um, and, and the, you know, the other thing you mentioned about this, like, people, because people, well, well, I'm giving this artist exposure, right? This is the thing I was like, I'm like, listen, like... First of all, the audio quality sounds like shit. My voice, I'm, like, hungover in that video. Like, <laughs> eh, like yeah. names but no things. But even if, even if, like, this is, social media gives us all this idea that, that all of us are popular. And the truth is, like, okay. maybe one out of every hundred people that actually records you and, and that's, like, quote-unquote valuable, maybe. Yeah. Right? Like the average person's like that that is the big lie of social media is that people really give a shit what you have to say and most for the vast majority of people that's not the case and that's that is not what facebook and instagram wants you to know because then then you wouldn't post as much and you'd be like this is insignificant but it's like and i'm so i'll tell people like a first of all you don't know that i'm actually wanting exposure right now you just i get this all the fucking time because for many years I was just doing music because I like music I wasn't trying to get famous I wasn't trying to people just assume oh why don't you go in The Voice why don't you get famous and I heard that every fucking day it's like cool like I don't I don't actually care like so I get that you're in your shoes you would do that if you were me but that's not me second of all like it's not as big a help as you think it is mm-hmm. it really isn't it's just not like it's and again, there's there are people out there for whom if they record you and put you, put them on your social media and their website, that would be great. Yeah. But like if Dave Crosby like you know, just like wanted to like, tweet about me or like sure, sure take it right like but like that's not and it is yeah. it is such a it is such a yeah and and we've seen that we've all been on like we've all like seen a a, a bump and not seen a bump from things we we can, we can see all this stuff like. Yeah. You know, and so I just, yeah, that's that. Uh, it's just. But let's I, talk about people can do. You wanted to be about. Let's what people oh. can people do. That's really great. Like I, so, I mentioned, I was like, I, I was talking to Dave before we were recording, and you know, we were just being a little dismal. You know, like uh, for me, it's holiday blues, and for him, he's just oh, I'm just perpetual kind of a. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't know. But but it's funny. I was like, okay, well, let's find ways to like you know. Uh, be educational and positive somewhat but uh i guess like if if you were to um in what way could audience members fans just people of the world be better listeners um and how can they be more engaged in in what they're doing and what they're experiencing? And then how can they support, um, like, you in the best possible way? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, I think... I hope I phrase that okay. I no, like I, I know what you're saying. Today. Right? Like, um, well, the cool thing is, I think, because the space is becoming shittier, the opportunity to be... Like to make an artist feel great is actually I feel it's easier than ever, it is easier. right? And so just come up and like, say, "Man, that so, was a good like, time." Yeah, just here's a really simple one. It's just like, like, just thank you, and that's it. Like, hey, like, 
watching you today made me feel blank. Thank you. Done. You know, that's, I actually was listening to that Tyler, the creator interview with Rick Rubin and he, Tyler said, one of the things he loves is when people, people like say, Oh, this thing that you did in this song, I loved that. Like being specific, like if, especially if it's a record that, that they're listening to, like that you, hey, oh, that chord change you used on that song mm. in that album was great. Yeah. Or whatever. So you can be specific. It means yeah. you're listening. Show that you're listening. Like anything you can do to show that you're this listening. This is not even just for a musician. Like if you're like in a relationship, that this would probably be a good thing to, yeah. to, to do too. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, like to show you're listening. I mean, I, and honestly, I think I sure, you know, tips are great because they, in a sense, they, they, there's some skin in the game there. But just like, I would, I would, I would really, honestly, if I had to choose between like genuine appreciation and applause or tips, I would choose the applause. Like, I mean, just, just give it up. Like, you know, actually like clap at the end of a song. And, and if, and during a song, this is like, you know, if anybody's ever been to a gospel church, like go to a if you have never been to a gospel church go to a fucking gospel church right watch how people interact with the music that is the best well that's true worship I have so much to say on that that's sure. true worship yeah yeah I mean it's to like me. you, again you're it, th- that music is intended to move you intended to get you into it and it just feeds on itself and if somebody's doing something and they sing during a song and you like it like make some noise then. You know, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. get it. Come on. Like, and that's what I'll do. I'll go in when I see my friends that are playing music, I'll go in and I will like, I will, I will make it into a gospel church. Like I will be like, I'll be like, come on. Like what you got? Like, come on. Yeah. Like I'll just like, you know, egging them on. Like, come yeah. on. I'm, again, I'm feeding that, le- that feedback loop. I'm just throwing it in and they throw it back at me and then, and then I'm like, you know, I just know how to get that momentum going because I Become do a it, part of you know, it. and like. And so just like that's, and that's, and then we can talk about another system, which is like whiteness and how white people are just like closed off from their, like they don't express themselves and they're just sitting there and kind of like observing and, and not trying to dance or not trying to move or not, like there's a whole, I mean, it's, it's hard. People, people are blocked in, in expressing themselves and it's because we want to like, we we're like, we're just witnessing shit. We don't, we're not involved in it. You know, we want to just like, we don't want to, we don't want to grow and forage our own food. We just want it to like show up and we're not, we don't like actually get involved with life. So. So I guess point blank is that just get involved. I mean, whether you're, you're seeing, whether there's, there's a musician in the corner of uh, your favorite brunch spot or whether you're paying to see a concert or, whether you're going to a Zumba class and there's just a instructor just freaking pouring your heart into the dance moves, like leading you. Yeah. Or maybe there's somebody just at the grocery store counter yeah. doing their but thing. Do it for you. This is the other thing that I think this is, this is maybe the reason I wrote this piece, which is that it's not like, yeah, sure. That's a nice thing to do for the artists. And I think we should all support artists. That's great. But like, do it for you. You end up feeling a lot better. Like, do it because yeah. if you want a better experience, you can create it. You just have to be involved. And then mm. all of a sudden, what they're doing gets better because of you. You know? And you know, that's... It's like... It's just, it's a selfish... It's like it, you're it dumb is. not to because you're just ruining your own experience. That's the same thing. It's like, I... Boredom means that, to me, like, means that you're not... 
um, engaged enough or you're not um, creative enough about your involvement and your enrollment in something. If you're, if you're bored, you know, at like mow, like your lawn mowing job or whatever, it's like, okay, how can you become engaged? Can you, can you smell the fresh cut grass as you're mowing? Or, you know, can you, you marvel in the trees and say marvel in the fact that you're not inside or something in an office? Like, I don't know. There's always ways to be engaged and there's always ways you can be more engaged with the moment. Um, and I think that has helped me a lot in my life. Um, whether it's grocery shopping or eating food or talking to a friend, um, it's like, how can I practice deep listening with the moment? I was at a jujitsu class the other day and like they had, uh, they had music playing during the warm, which is great. Cause we were just running around warming up and it was Led Zeppelin and, and it, was yeah. like, it was great. And then, so I get, uh, we, we were all sit down and the guy's going, okay, I'm going to teach you a move. And he turns the volume like halfway down and starts talking. And I'm like, wait, Zeppelin, wait. I'm like, wait, am I the only person here that is completely unable to focus on what's going on? Like, and so I was the greatest like, band of all time is hey, playing. Uh, can you turn that off? Like, and I just I felt like a crazy person. Am I the only person that this is like horribly no, distracting for? It might only be just me and you. Like but on I, some level, maybe people, people don't realize it, but it's like I'm like this is like this is so not subtle for me. Like, how is this? Like, it's like I don't understand. Like it's overstimulation. Right. I truly believe like we should be more conscious of that. Yeah. Um, is like turn you know. Well, don't worry, I won't open this bag of worms too much, but like the TVs at the gigs, right. you know, oh, we were yeah, talking right. about just the like... The TVs at the gigs are like you know, my a lot of, us of musicians will, will play in front of like a sports TV because it's right. just whatever, and it's just, oh my God, And the whole so reason, if you ask someone like on some level what they're thinking is more stimulation equals better for customers, right? Like, <sighs> it's not like they're just like, wait, what do you mean? The this is why we're drinking so much too, because we're just, we're so overstimulated and we're just... I mean, that's why I was drinking at one point and I stopped drinking because I was so overstimulated and overwhelmed that alcohol compressed that for me mm. and brought that stimulation down. I was numb, so to speak, but my energy field wasn't numb. I, I absorbed all of that overstimulus for, for a long period of time throughout the night. And then I woke up the next morning. Not only was I hungover from the alcohol, which wasn't even that bad. I'd only had like one or two drinks. I was hungover from energy stimulus. Yeah. And I think we should be we should be very mindful of. No, it's crazy. Like, yeah. uh, and I'm like, how do we not see this as like the noise, like the the overstimulation that it is? And 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 I'll also say, not to end it on a sour note, but like, a lot of like artists are so have been so beaten up by this system at this point that sometimes it takes a little more to get them to you know, come to life, unfortunately, you know, and I've noticed this, you know, um, so, uh, sometimes, you know, uh, unfortunately you may not get a response because people are so jaded and so phoned in and so like, you know, given up on, on, on the chance for magic that they need a little more prodding. Yeah. And, but it's, it's know. so important that we're, we're offering, <clears throat> you know, our, our encouragement in that way. But for for our own sakes, like make your experience right. richer by being involved. Right. And it's, you know, it's not always about having, doing a good deed for an artist. It's actually just making your own life more enjoyable. Right. 
So for all the listeners who, you know, are a little more self-centered, whatever, <laughs> that's fine. But this is this comment is not even just for you making a difference in other people's lives. It's making a difference in your life. Yeah. And uh, and you know, and we're not trying to shame anybody that wants to record things. Yeah. What I would love to see is just notice the difference again, like yeah. notice it. I, I did this with that guitar class again. I had them, um, cause one of the people pulled out their phone when I was doing something to record something. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm not going to slap your hand away, but let's, let's do this intentionally. So I will play a song, a song that maybe, you know, like a really sweet song that you guys have all said you liked before. So I'm going to play a song and all of you pull out your phones and record it. And then it's just Great. one time. Be in your body, like record it. Notice the experience of it. Notice the experience of recording the song. Okay, great. Put the phone away. Okay, now I'm going to now put the phones away. Now power the phones off, right? Power them off. I'm going to put them in another room. And then take a deep breath. Okay, great. I'm going to play this song. And I play the same song again. And of course, I played it, quote unquote, the same way, but there's a feedback loop and, you know. And uh, cool. Just notice the difference. End of lesson. I'm not going to tell you which one to do. I'm not going to tell you, but just know that you're always making that choice. Know the difference. So that's all I'm telling people. Like it's like it's all good. Like I have musicians come and record me sometimes, and they're polite about it, and I get it. Like they they know, you you can do this stuff. Just be aware of the difference. Be aware of that space, and awesome. you can choose whatever you want to do. How can um, <coughs> listeners best support you? Can we find where can we find uh, your essays or um, follow you, get to know you more, and what you have to say? Uh, well, that essay's great. I think Art Isn't Dead, We Are, is a, is a nice one, if you liked any of the stuff we're talking about. And you can find that at Buddhism, which is B-O-O-D-A-I-S-M.com. And uh, you can go to the archive and see that one. It's a relatively recent article, I believe. And, um, yeah, actually, I don't, I don't have much online in terms of music stuff. I'm going to probably do that soon. But I haven't recorded in a while. But I'm recording an album uh, right great. now. So it'll be... Um, but yeah, that's, uh, the, the writing is really fun. And also, you know, yeah, just go out and like, that really is my, my homework for, for anybody that is like, go, go into a space where there's live music, especially in a little cafe. Like I can't, if you're at like, you know, the Hollywood bowl, like you, you're not going to be able to affect the artist. I mean, maybe you could start a movement and you know, there's different <laughs> cool ways to do that, but I get that that's maybe a little more challenging, but go in somewhere go into a place where like the artists can see you like your, they notice you and see if you can see if you can affect it what's going on in a positive way and then watch them change and see if you can start that feedback loop in a positive way just that simple thing that simple act to anybody that you know whether it's Sarah or other artists it doesn't like that is always meaningful no matter how big you think they are you would be surprised people will appreciate it Okay, I'll let you finish now. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say anything else, but... Yeah, do it. <laughs> Thanks Goodbye. for listening. Da-da, da-da, da-da.